0: And welcome to the UEFA Champions League podcast for today. Wherever you are tuning in to this episode from, welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform with yours truly, Philip Alimo. On today's episode, we'll be discussing and analysing the Champions League semi-final second leg game between Villarreal and Liverpool. Liverpool scored twice in three second half minutes to assume control of their UEFA Champions League semi-final game against Villarreal. Liverpool are one step closer to a third UEFA Champions League final in five seasons after a 2-0 win against Villarreal in the first leg of their semi-final tie at Anfield. As always, with me in the studios today to do the discussion is Able Football Analyst, Mr. Princeton Ray. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Mr. Philip. Uh, it's, it's an, an
0: being on the show once again. I hope you're also fine. I'm doing well. and. uh Give me your initial reactions uh, before we go into the nitty-gritties and the details of tonight's tie in Villarreal.
1: I think tonight is going to be another great of uh, European football. We've all witnessed the sort of drama it gives us, the stories that comes uh, on, on the foot of play and the, the way that the players also, also tell us those stories and just league, the trailers behind them and then the sort of comebacks that we've seen in the past few years talk of that Ramontada uh, in Barcelona and Liverpool themselves in last 2019. So, on a day like this, it's a big day for, for, for the footballers um, on the pitch. And once again, Villarreal, this is the time that they believe they can make it to the finals of the Champions League. In fact, if you go to the social media handles, they've posted some videos of uh, people chanting and calling on the, on the spells to come behind them against Liverpool. And in fact, there are some uh, wizards or witches in, in Villarreal that are called the camp that this is their time to be able to uh, be in the finals of the Champions League. So it's very interesting. It's a game mixed with tactics, uh, spirituality, and a whole lot of things that are going to recognize tonight.
0: Definitely. Yes. Yes. Uh it is a final a semi-final tie to to relish and uh, given what we've experienced in the past uh, today must be one that we are all looking forward to and uh, during the press conference liverpool manager jürgen klopp had this to say he says the tie is far from over despite taking a 2-0 lead to spain he says this is the most important game of the team season and they will be ready for it making the best of their experience of top-level games, he says is reading nothing into the fact that they've won every away game of the Champions League campaign. He goes on to say that the current form of Nabi after he enjoyed an injury-free run of games, whether the team can draw on the experience of 2019 when they were also facing a tight title race and a run to the Champions League final. He says Roberto Firmino, not be involved in the game and talks about his size ability to deal with difficult moments he also talks about his record of beating teams in spain and talks about Thiago's ability and his position in the spain in the spanish squad let's hear more from Jurgen club and we'll come back to the studios and from there i noticed
2: we've got yeah, the BBC people will go to at the
3: appropriate time but we're going to go in the room to begin with so i think kirstie from sky for the first two uh, Pixie Mills side, I believe, and then, uh, obviously, guys from uh, other organisations. So, uh, Cassie first. Hi, uh, hi. very good. You? Yes, sir, thank you. Um, well,
0: look,
3: you go into the second leg having
0: prevented them getting a single shot on the target in the first leg, and from the
3: 22 0 lead. How do you approach it? Is the job done? <laughs> wow. When I was younger I would have been really angry now, only because of the question. Um so no. Um of course not. We know that um, it's half time. Um in the best possible way you ignore the result from the first game. If it would be a cup tie a cup game with only one game and it would be decided and we have to go to VRL, we would try to win there. That's what we wanna try there. Knowing, um that there we go with all they have, that's absolutely clear. It was clear after the game directly, with all the things. Um, When I said after the game, the way they um, set up for the the, 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 the game in La Liga, eight players, I think, they changed in the beginning, and the two who started again went off after 45. So, it's going to be a tough one, but it's fine, really completely fine, because the um, Champions League semi-final should be tough, and that's absolutely OK. Uh, we did never expected it to be easy, this will not be easy. Um, but we played a good game at home and we will we'll better play a good game there as well. In the context of your season, just
4: how important is this
0: game? Not only, of course, to make the, the final, but it's keeping that momentum going with. Sorry,
3: of whatever would be around, good or bad, Champions semi-final is <laughs> the most important game you can play. Let me say the second most important game you can play. Maybe the final is more important, but for this moment, it's the most important game you can play, and that's why whatever would have happened in the last few weeks, in the next few weeks, that's that's not important. It's for this moment, it's clear. Um, you never know if you will reach a semi final again if you ever have a chance again to go to the final you never know. We have an exceptional team here um, and nothing is for granted. You need luck in moments, all these kind of things. So you 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 better treat it carefully and um and be ready. But we will we will be ready. We, we really want it uh, to be where we are um and we want to go to the final. But if Villarreal is better than us and, 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 and beats us with a result which Qualifies them for the final, then congratulations, and that's it. But um, between now and then, are 95 or whoever knows how many minutes to play. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. All Thank you. to will thanks to the BBC, then to the BBC Julia.
1: Jürgen, you said last week about maturity and how that was key to your victory against
4: the layout at Anfield. So, how important a role that play um, tomorrow night? Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, maturity, experience, very important. But um, again, it's not the only decisive thing. That it's all cool. You can be old and know everything about football, but you, have, you still can't play. But you can't play it anymore, so that would not be helpful. And um, no, no, we're, everything, everything what we are is required tomorrow night. That's it. We have to um, be ready to play a, a, a top. Top 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 game because they will how I said they will go for us. They will high press. Um, they will try to play much more football than we allowed them in the in the in, in the first game. Um, I'm pretty sure because of changing eight players and then two played 45 minutes. Um, I'm pretty sure they had yesterday a normal session. So I will for sure try to, to to adapt a few things to our style in this in this short spell. Um, so, it will be really interesting, definitely. And um, how I said, uh, maturity is important, but not the only thing. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: welcome. BBC Mersey side, and I'll take a look at the hands in the room before we go back to the suit. Hi. Hi. Um,
2: you've won every
1: away game in the Champions League, so far this season. Given so
2: the
3: result, just how impressed are you? <laughs> Ask me after the season at the moment, I don't think about it really, um, so it's just what it was needed. Um, yeah, we, 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 we were stable uh, in the games, but not because uh, because it was away or whatever, it's just uh, we found in each game a way and we have to find in this game a way to, to get the results we need to go through and um, that's, um, yeah, it, it, it was good. Atletico was outstanding, Porto really good. In the let's say it was, yeah the the games were good, but look, we didn't win the game somehow, and, and sitting deep and waiting and counter attacking I think we try to to play like ourselves always, and that's what we have to try again we, we 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 cannot we will have to suffer and we will we have to be ready to suffer, and we will have to sit back in moments definitely, but not as a general approach, um so let's see.
0: I just want to ask about
3: Navicator as well. At times during his opening career, it's been a lot of things stops off for him with injuries, but he's on a really good run of being available and his performance has been really good as well. So just how good not to increase So, um, well, may that continue? Because that's, 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 that's crucial, that's key to everything. If you have the talent and the skills of Navicator and you're not fit, then nobody sees it. That's how it is. If you then come back and not in the best possible shape, all these kind of things, it's normal physically. So sort of The player was never in doubt, not for a second, because it's outstanding. Um, but no, it's good that he is now available, yes, it's a good option, a very good option to have and um, play the game, play the weekend, obviously a really good game. So we'll see how long we uh, will use him tomorrow, but, um, but uh, no, a very good option. OK, we're going to stay in the room for the next two, which is uh, uh, Chris and Paul, and then we're going to go to two of uh, our colleagues from Spain by the looks of it, which is... Uh,
2: Victor and Ajay, which we're going to have to get the translation working, so bear with us for that. But we'll come to you guys in a second.
3: Festival, Chris
2: Temple.
3: How much is and also being through that helping? That yeah, we, yeah. In general, we, we, it's not the only, only year. Okay, with with going to the Champions League final, uh, yeah, and winning it. <laughs> so, but in general, our our last period of the season is most of the time pretty intense because it's uh, the Premier League is too difficult. Um, to have a clear lead or whatever to to, to qualify for the That this happened this year already is a, is a really big big achievement. To you know, so it happened that early with all the competitors out there. Um, it helps that we know that we are in uh, you for us historically, physically the best pos in the best possible shape. If we don't have to push the boys through this, what we had to do as well in 2018. We, we arrived in the final on pretty much three wheels, So because um, I think players came back from, from injury and stuff like this late before the final, and these kind of things was really tricky, so that's different. We have to make sure that we have can make changes here and there, um, and keep them all in rhythm and, and, and fit, and then obviously win the football games, because that, that's all about what we learned and at the time. You cannot win ten games, you can win one game. And then maybe the next one as well, but only if you are one hundred percent focused for the first one. That's not the first one for us now. Of the last whatever number of games, um, is with Iran.
0: So that is Jogin Club speaking about the tie tonight, and uh, Princeton. What are your initial reactions?
1: Yes, I think that it's, it's good that Jogin Club has. Uh, admitted that they can't be complacent against this Villarreal side because of the teams they've eliminated in the Champions League they've eliminated Juventus Bayern Munich these are top top teams in the Champions League and of course in the entire Liverpool team they are all focused if you look at pictures from their training camps from their hotels you see that they are all calm and focused uh, prior to the game in fact Trent Alexander, in the press conference also mentioned that 2 no ladies is not just uh, walk over for them. They need to work hard and going into this game, they know that they're going to suffer enough. So it's good that uh, Jurgen Klopp and the side have have realized or they know they've admitted that yes, the game is going to be difficult because it's the semifinal of, uh, semifinals of the Champions League and at this stage, you cannot write anybody off in, in, the, in the tie.
0: And uh, in terms of the tie, what should we expect uh, tactically from both from both sides?
1: Yes, I think we are going to see something similar in, in the first leg. So Unai you know, Emery after the game said that um, on tonight's game Liverpool are going to suffer more than they suffered in the first leg at Anfield. And of course, in the first leg, Liverpool suffered until the 56th minute, where a cross came in and then it was deflected, and then Liverpool got got their goal. So yes valerio one are going to defend very very deep as they did in the in the first leg they're going to make sure that they close down the space the the, the spaces in the midfield and of course hatched uh, them on a counter attack and then liverpool also want to stretch the defense of Villarreal. in the in the first leg they did it well which resulted in Alexander Arnold getting the most deliveries into the attacking third of the opponent, which is nineteen the most in the in the first leg of the semifinals, the two game split. So that's how Liverpool were able to to stretch the the defense. They played Alexander Arnold and his partner Robertson on the flank so that he'll be able to open up the defense of Villarreal over there. For Villarreal we should expect that this time around they, they will want to attack Liverpool more because they need two goals. To be able to to keep the tie active, and probably send them to the to the uh, to extra time, so we are likely to see the, uh, Villarreal attacking Liverpool, and that's going to create some spaces behind them. So uh, it's going to create a problem for for, for Villarreal because they, they I think they have nothing to lose because they are already in the losing position. So with that side, we are going to see them play a fourth thirty-three for for Villarreal likely, and then a fourth thirty-three for Liverpool. They're going to open up, but still. I want to see them relax more, and then try to 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 be defensive in their in their in their house, so that Liverpool won't get easy passes or easy uh, attacking passes into into their box.
0: Definitely, and one player who has been instrumental for Liverpool and was very instrumental in Liverpool's last semi final in twenty nineteen was Alexander Arnold, and he's been speaking immensely about tonight's tie. Let's take excerpts of his press conference. <coughs> OK, let's see if you want to start with the first couple. I Ken. Hello. Um, well, your manager certainly expecting them to come out fighting in this second round. You take that two-goal lead to Villarreal, but, but how do you have to go into the game? What kind of mindset do you need?
4: To go over there and win, to be honest. It's, you know, we have got the lead to protect and that comes with some game management for us. Um, we know we can't be silly over there and get drawn into the way they want to play the game. Um, but at the same time, we don't go, we go over there wanting to win and um, wanting to, to make sure we, we get through to the final. 2-0 up is a, a good, good lead for us, and we're happy with it, but at the same time, it's a, it's a dangerous one and we can't let complacency slip in. So we're going over there and wanting to win the game, um, score goals, put the game to bed, um, hopefully early on. Uh, but we know it it is going to be difficult and it's easier said than done, but uh, that's the aim for us. What would making that final mean to you? You've held that trophy before. What memories have you got of,
0: of that day? And does that drive
4: you on again? Definitely. Definitely. I think when you do get so close to it, you start to kind of have memories of what it felt like. The lead up to it, the, the special feelings you had, sharing it with your family and, and obviously your teammates and the staff and things like that. And, it is. It's an exciting time. So I think you know, one game away from from getting there again is um is exciting for us. We put in the work this season. Had a had an excellent campaign so far. And um, seen off a lot of a lot of difficult opponents. And then hopefully, said so tomorrow we'll be able to, to put them put them to bed and um get to our. I think it's their final five years ahead. So uh, it's a good sign. Hopefully, we'll be able to get there. Thank you very much, Chris. Friend, um Given your importance to the team, it's
0: quite rare that you get a, a day off as such. Um, how much how, how important could it be getting a on Saturday ahead of a month
4: with six potentially quite possibly seven crucial games? Yeah, I think um it, I think yeah, probably it's the turn of the year it's been like this, it's been like, less a game every three, four days, so you know, and it, it just goes to show the, the quality we've got as a as a team, as a squad to be able to make changes. Um, that potentially in other seasons we haven't been able to make and we kind of see a strain towards the end of the season. Whereas I feel like, um, I'm talking on behalf of all the lads, we feel as fit as ever, we feel fresh, we feel good going into every game. Um, and yeah, Being able to make them rotations obviously helps uh, recover the legs and also gives gives other lads minutes to, to go out there and perform as well and seeing we've been able to, to rotate and change change who's playing but maintain that, that consistency of results. And When you speak about the memories of winning the, the final in Madrid it's incredible that you're 23 years old
0: and this is your third Champions League semi-final, what have you learned from those experiences and how
4: have you, has it helped you maybe deal with this situation as well? Yeah I think looking back on the, the two previous semis we made it quite difficult for ourselves especially in them, them second legs we've had to, to dig deep and, and, um, and see the game out so hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to do it a little bit easier than, than what we had previously. Um, but you don't take these things for granted, you know that you know the four teams left in a, in a Champions League campaign are always um, up there with the best teams in the world, so that's what we're up against, up against the team, going away from home, always difficult as well, um, we're expecting their fans to be really pushing them on and making it difficult for us, likewise with the way they're going to play as well, so we're expecting a difficult game, um, but I think... When we, when we when we set up and we we have gone through our analysis today, we we point out their weaknesses and obviously their strengths as well. Hopefully, we'll be able to uh, to use that to our advantage. Okay, we'll just go to Zoom. Uh, Juliet, if you can you next to please? Um, actually, you know, just picking up on that. Apologies in the hotel room reception. <laughs> um, you were know, said just a few before you came in that you know you never know
2: if you'll reach a semi final
1: again.
4: So, is that another tool? Those players that, that you use to get you through, you know, the situation that you find yourself in. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's easy to kind of get that complacency of, no, you know, we've got world class players, world class staff, a world class manager. Um, this is our third semi final in five years, so probably going to get there again, and uh, we will get there again, so it doesn't really matter. But that's not the case for us. It's like like I said. It, don't know like we are going to get this opportunity but we're in a, not really a really good position right now so we need to make the most of it and make sure that we change that from from the semi-final to making it to another final.
1: And also, you know, as players, I, I just wonder how you deal with the fact that you know, you're getting closer and closer to where you
4: want to be in, and the situations that you, you want to be in and success and everything else. That, that, that every game that you're playing right now, it's like everything is on the line. Um, and it's just the pressure cranks up, you know, you, you win another game, so the pressure goes into into the next one. I was just wondering, as players, how you, how you cope with all of that? I I feel, yeah, I feel it, feel, to be honest, I feel like we thrive with it. Um, I've said it before, I feel like this is always the best time in the season for us lads. Every game's a final. Pushing on all four fronts, really. Um, We're well, all three now, so... It's these. These are the exciting games. You you want to be playing in these. You want everything on the line. You want every game to feel like you have to win it. Um, and I feel like the lads f- feel the same way. It's exciting. The buzz you get from from scoring a goal in the game, and you know it's vitally important. The goal on Saturday, Nabi's goal. There was there was a feeling of this is it's a big goal? It's difficult to, to go there and score. Same with 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 Hendel's cross shot. Um, Against uh, against Villarreal, just the, them kind of goals they give you a different feeling of this is this this is big, this is this is massive, um, and then the the feeling after the game as well knowing that the three points or or the win is is big for you. These are the the best the best times that, that we're gonna have as a team, and I think when you are pushing on all three fronts now, going um, into the last month of the season, it's a uh, you know it's it's an exciting time for as well. Thank you, good
1: yeah.
2: Thank you very much. And uh,
0: so that is Trent Alexander Arnold speaking extensively in that press conference. And uh, in your earlier session, uh, you you made mention of Trent Alexander Arnold's uh, press conference, but can you dwell a bit more? extensively about it and give your reactions Having haven't heard from him
1: yes I think uh, he's one of the key players in this Liverpool setup so uh, seeing, seeing him at a press conference means that uh, they are more serious about this and uh, Alexander Arnold he's, he's one of the players that played a key role in that comeback against Barcelona in 2019 so he knows what it means to come back in, on this like this and his much experience, he's his witness. this sort of, this sort of uh, ninth in in the Champions League, and so he's, I'm sure he's much prepared and plays worse. They can't compensate. They are focused in tonight's game, and it's one player that has been instrumental on this this Jurgen Club side. Most times plays as a, as an inside midfielder, go on the wings and creates a lot of chances for this Liverpool side. So he's very key in in this level appointment tonight you are also going to witness uh much more uh quality display from from him tonight and as i said earlier he had the most delivery in the attacking third, 19 in the in the first leg and so Trent and lazana all this one player you can't keep your your eye off him in games like this
0: definitely and one 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 two Uh, stakeholders or characters in this particular tie that you can also not keep an eye off is Torres, Paul Torres and Unai Emery and they've also been speaking extensively about tonight's tie in their press conference and let's hear more from Paul Torres and we'll also take a bit of reactions from Unai Emery
2: Hi Paul I imagine that there is faith in that comeback. There is no like, there is no other way. Obviously, it's really difficult, but we've seen more difficult things in in the world of football. You play at home, you have all your fans, the whole village behind the team. I suppose there is faith in that dressing room. Well, we are aware that what there is uh at stake. And we are preparing uh, this second leg really well. I think it's a better Villarreal than we were last week. And we are aware of the kind of work we need to do. We have our own game plan. We know what we need to do from the start. We have the fans behind us. We've seen a very strong Villarreal Uh, uh, this season in our stadium in very important games and we are aware of of what's at stake and what we need to do (coughs) i wanted to ask you when the when 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 you go to bed before the next game uh, and 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 think of a quick comeback or sorry of a comeback what do you you think of scoring an, an early goal what would be the ideal sort of football sort of script if you had to write it for the game tomorrow? Well, the ideal. There is no ideal script. There is only one objective. Uh, it doesn't really matter how you, how you get it done. You know, it doesn't matter if you score in the first minute or in the 60th minute. We're aware that a goal could, would be... Would put us ahead in the tie. Uh, sorry, in the leg, and and right back into the tie. So we we'll hope to, to do that, and, and from then onwards, get our job done. You know, of course, uh, being ahead of the in the scoreboard will get us right back into the tie, and we know what has to be done. How I guess what you want is a game that is similar as the game against Bayern Munich as possible we all agree that was the best Villarreal game at home so if you play a game like that tomorrow you have many options of playing the final, what do you think? Well, that game of course could be an example uh, because we also played against a, a rival that was favourites, one of the big shots let's say for the final title and we managed to beat them I think it was a pretty short uh, score because we had many, many more chances. That's a perfect example. They are favourites again. We play at our stadium again. We are aware of what's at stake and what needs to be done in order to be superior to Liverpool from the from the word go, from the, from the start. Hi, I wanted to ask you about what Jason Bundy said uh, last week uh, when he said that, uh, that Villarreal was a disgrace and, and seeing a, 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 game, a, a, a team like Villarreal in the, in the semi-finals of the Champions League. What do you think? Well, p- people don't... We haven't seen that in our dressing room, so I can't really say what the dressing room says about that. So, And I won't comment on anything like that. Uh, how... Did the coach motivated you uh, in the last few days in order to to face the game tomorrow? Well, they, they, he wants us to be ourselves, to play our game. We have our own game plan, our own ideas that we something that we've been practicing since the, the coach, right manager, arrived. We know that if we do the same game plan, or we do what the coach wanted us to do, like we did in the in the in the previous uh, uh, ties. We managed to beat uh, 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 you know teams that were superior on paper. So if we do that, I think we are pretty confident in our chances. And if we do that, <laughs> we'll be. I think we will be able to see a recognisable Villarreal, a team that we all identify and relate with. And uh, and we have our fans by our side, which is a very important thing as well. Hi, pal. I wanted to ask you, if, if Liverpool surprised you in the first leg with the intensity that they played, I don't think it was even more than we'd seen in the competition before. No, we are, of course, they, did, they didn't surprise us. We really prepared our game really well. We knew the way they played, <laughs> Yes, they did manage to deactivate our uh, offense. Offense, uh, we we were comfortable during the first half. We could stop them uh, really, but they in the, in the, they were cigarettes in the stadium. But we are now playing at home. Uh, a, a leg is always uh, 180. Uh, a tie is always 180 minutes, and nothing is decided. So, last question. Last we'll few questions. Uh, Vinny, so,
0: please. That is Paul Torres speaking about tonight's tie. Princeton, what are your reaction to Paul's uh, press uh, conference statements?
1: Yes, I think Paul made it clear that uh, they are much prepared, and the first and is, is true. If you look at the manager they are coming with, now is a manager that is very pragmatic, and I think he's learned his lessons. From what happened in his previous jobs at PSG, he scored four against Barcelona, and then they came came back and then beat him six one. So I think he's learned those lessons and how to be pragmatic, how to defend very very well as a manager. And in their previous games in the Champions League, Danjuma also made it clear that their their manager's plan is so perfect that they could they placed they couldn't be executed to the to the maximum. And so I, I believe that Unai Emery has a plan for this this Villarreal side. And Paul Torres is a player, he's, he's a prospect and then one of the best ball-playing centre-backs in, in European football and especially in the La Liga. He's, a, he's young and very energetic and tonight I think that he's, he's going to play a key role in, in Villarreal's game um, at, the, at, at their stadium. for, for, and, uh, for Vill-
0: Speaking of Villarreal, what are some of the key players to look out for the surprise package? if mm. Villarreal would have to pull a Romantada tonight?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, it's possible that they pulled that Romantada, but the percentage of them doing that, uh, according to statistics, is just 3%. And back in 20, 2019, Liverpool also had 3% against Barcelona, and then they did it. So it's possible that they can do it, but they have the men to do it. So the problem lineups shows that it's, it's not uh, possible. It's very difficult for them because they are going to keep the back line of Raul, Abio and himself Paul Torres, Pavis and Pinan at the left back João Ford at the right back and then the, the goalkeeper, Jeremino really, who was very important in the, in the first leg, he made five seats. I think that he's, he was one of their best players on the pitch and tonight if they are going to progress, he's, he's going to, he has to step up so that they'll get the results they need. In the midfield, Etienne Capoue then Danny Parejo in the midfield, Francisco Cocquelin is doubtful, and so we are likely to see Giovanni Lucelso together with these these two guys in the midfield. And then Gerard Moreno is still doubtful, and I think that his absence in the first leg also didn't help very because they lack that that reference point in the in the in the attack. So he serves as a, as a target man for them. So they lost. They lob the ball into him. He holds on and then reflects it onto the other uh, wingers who has the pace. Uh, the likes of Annot Ar- 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 Danjuma and then Chukwese, who are also likely to be on the flanks tonight. So, in the absence of Paco, um Gerard Moreno elected to see Pakwakasa or Bukai Dia. He played in, their, in the La Liga game this weekend when they lost to Botivo Alaves and in fact in that game United Emery benched as much as 8 players so Paul Torres, Raul Abior and then Danny Parel were the starters in that game so it tells you that these guys are well prepared they, they have strength enough and they, they are refreshed coming into tonight's game so you are likely to see the fourth 3 3 of Unai Emery because this time around they want to attack more and then be quick in their transitions because Liverpool when they, they also get to an counter they, they might punish you. So that's it for for Villarreal for Thursday, and then for Liverpool or at Villarreal, Villarreal, the, the, the likely players or the players that can be a surprise package tonight is this Chukwueze because of his pace and the sort of spaces Liverpool want will leave behind them. That guy who, who, who wants to express the, the spaces. You see quick passes from. Danny Parejo and then the Tenga to to these guys and then they will, they will do the, the magic in, in the attack for Villarreal. For Liverpool, we all know of uh, their, their their popular lineup, which is Alison in post, Van Dijk and Konate a partnership, Trent Alexander Arnold and Robertson on the left side of the defense, Fabinho in the central of the of the defensive midfield, Joe Henderson, Thiago Cantara. He was brilliant in the first league. One of the match performance and I think this is, is the difference in this Liverpool setup. I think the, the midfielders are all mechanical midfielders but this guy, he has this touch of Iniesta and Xavi, he sees the scene and he gives this passes that un- unlocks every defence in, in the world. So he's very key in the midfield of Liverpool. We are going to see the, uh, Diaz. In the first leg, we all thought that Diogo Jota was going to start but... Diaz can also hold on to the ball, dribble through the defense when there's no spaces and create spaces for, for his teammates. So Diaz on the, on the left-hand side, Sadio Mane is is becoming the new machine or the pressing machine for Jurgen Klopp. He press so, so high up the up the pitch. He's energetic and so we're going to see him as a force number nine dropping deep, deep to link up play with the midfield of Henderson and then Thiago. And of course, Mohamed Salah on the left-hand side is, is the most dangerous player in this Liverpool setup. He can shoot from behind and what has changed in his game is that now he can dribble a lot and even create chances for his other teammates. So, these are the key players for Liverpool. I tip Salah to hit them more because Villarreal are going to come at them because they want some goals and the spaces they will leave behind. That is where you see Liverpool playing that long boss into the defence of Velary and then Salah and then Mane will hurt them over there.
0: And uh, one coach who will seek to rather hurt Liverpool is Unai Emery. And he's been mm. speaking about tonight's tie. Let's hear more from him from his press conference.
2: Changed at all after the defeat last week and after the defeat this weekend as well. You know, in the post game interviews, I could see that maybe the players were looking, you know, keeping our heads down a little bit. What do you think? Well, there is a high hopes. We're really excited. We're playing a Champions League semi finals. The 90 minutes we played in our stadium against the favourites in front of their fans where they feel really strong, they were better. Nothing to object there. But we managed to defend well there we had our you know a, a, a couple of chances at certain moments where we could have gotten a bit more credit but of course they are favorites but we are playing at home but we are excited we want to play our game and look for our chances to try and face they they one-on-one say say that those duels and try and win those one-on-one duos and trying to to, 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 to find uh, a good performance in in front of the best team in the world, a really solid, confident team. They play with a feeling of superiority and confidence, and feeling better than their rivals in many many games. You know, they've they've only lost a few, very few games, with knowing. That uh, knowing that we are in the semi-finals, we want to live this moment with our fans, with our families, with our friends, and against a great rival like Liverpool. Well, uh, uh, of course, the, uh, the team has play, has made a huge effort in order to bring us here. So going through to the next stage will be absolute excellence scene. you know, excellence. So. Being better, trying to get to the final. I don't know. We'll be able to do that. After Anfield, you said that we wanted to, you, we needed to change something for the second leg. No, what does that change mean? Do you mean playing with more offensive players? What do you need to do in order to turn this game around? Well, we play in front of our fans for starters. Second, we need to win tomorrow. Third. We need to defend, but there are many ways to defend. We need to play a tremendous defensive game, a brutal, a, a, a fantastic defensive game, different to, to what we did at, at Liverpool. And from then onwards, uh, we try to find something that we couldn't find over there, which is to find our football, to try and find our game. You lived a huge historical comeback in the Champions League, but as a victim, Barca against PSG. I don't know if that experience could somehow help you ahead of the game tomorrow, you know, in order to help Villarreal achieve something historical for the club. Well, there are many different circumstances that are different from that game, you know, something that is not in our hands. So we are playing good games at home. We are finding good referees and we are finding a good uh, a good report with our fans in order to give the first best version of ourselves and we know that coming back from a 2-0 is very complicated in this case it's beneficial for us that the that 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 away goal difference thing has been uh, cancelled so it's you know that is slightly more normal if you like because we need to win the game and for a but with a you know, uh, uh, with a two-goal difference or more. But well, we are not looking really for any external references. We are looking for our own uh, thing. How can we respond to the to, to, to that? So in order to create situations in the game that make us, uh, get us closer to to, to the score, to, to, to them in the scoreboard, the the. the, the 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 stadium factor was very important uh, for Liverpool, I think. And I would like to think that it's going to make a difference tonight. I wanted to ask you about a few footballers that you couldn't count on with for due to injury Gerard and Juma injury uh, sorry Jeremy how are they feeling well so, uh, Gerard trained with the rest of the group uh, today I don't know to what extent he will be able he will be fit for contention tomorrow we will see because we're not going to take any risks then Juma had a you know we did not feel quite well he he didn't train with a group either we don't know if he'll be fit for contention today but Jeremy is injured and him and alberto moreno are out for tomorrow espn yeah i wanted to ask you about a tie that you played with Arsenal against when, when you lost 3 1 in France, but you came back at the Emirates with a 3 0. Could this somehow be some sort of. Uh uh, you know, could could use this as a reference. Of course, there is no, there's not a way goal difference. But do you remember in that game? How did you morally prepare your players in order to to achieve a comeback? Could could you transfer that to the game tomorrow? Obviously, bearing in mind that that uh, Liverpool is an entirely different uh, team. Well, you made me remember that uh, that tie. I haven't used it, to be honest, for this uh, tie against Liverpool because of what Liverpool means right now is a Champions League semi-final, etc. But I remember that tie and we had to play with a lot of respect and and we had played a game at time where we played really well and we found our own uh, offensive uh, weapons, uh, you know, and and I remember certain individual players that they had that they could be really decisive. They had knocked Betis out just before that and we managed to be very concentrated and respecting them highly. So there is a sort of... There are certain parallelisms because we need to defend really well and, but we will need to find our own qualities as well. But the difficulty tomorrow against a team like Liverpool is going to be much higher,
0: of course. So that is Unite Emery speaking extensively about tonight's tie. And uh, uh, Princeton, what is your overall submission on Unai Emery's press conference?
1: Yes, Unai Emery is one of... The managers in football that I think um, don't get the credit they deserve because this is a man that has has won Villarreal the first European title last season and now he's in the semi-finals of the of the Champions League and of course he's played uh, 31 or 37 games in the in European competition. in the knockout phases 31 ga- 37 games 31 wins for him and so his records are impressive but it seems. Sometimes the results he gets doesn't favor the the PR for him. But um, on the game, yes, he's he's, he's a a manager that I said is much pragmatic. And then going into the game, as he said, they have to defend very, very well. They need to pay attention, as always, on the pitch from from minute one to minute 90. And they know what Liverpool are capable of of doing. In fact, as he said, the ambience or, or the stadium is going to play a key role in tonight's game because at time the the fans created that atmosphere for Liverpool for them to play and then get the results in moments like this moments when you, the opponent sits very very deep and they don't want you to create enough chances for you uh, for Villarreal the reports are that they've reduced the ticket prices for for the fans to come into, into the stadium so we are going to witness that that kind of atmosphere the host atmosphere for Villarreal and then Hoping that they they will create that against Liverpool players so that they won't feel comfortable in the game t- tonight. For Vel- for Unai Emery, Emery, um, I think he's lacking some qualities in his in his team because of the absence of Danjuma. He said that he couldn't train for the team yesterday or today, and then Gerard Moreno trained, but it's probably probable that he he might not make it to the line- lineup tonight. So. I think these are the key things that are that's going to, to hurt uh, him tonight. The absence of the key players in this team. For for I Mnuchin, mean, I, mean, I believe that he has a plan that tonight we're going to see them executed. Maybe the, the mentality of Liverpool might might be their the, the limit uh, at the stadium tonight.
0: And definitely, in terms of limitations and statistics, last week's game was in short of stats. And let me give you those statistics. Mane moved level alongside Didier Drogba as the leading African goal scorer in the knockout phase of the UEFA Champions League with 14 goals. 14 of Mane's last 20 goals in the competition have come in the knockout stages. Liverpool have never lost at Anfield in the semifinals of the European Cup winning 10 and drawing 2 of their 12 games and conceding 4 goals. Liverpool's record in UEFA club competition semifinals at Anfield is 16 wins, 3 draws, 0 losses. The Reds opener against Villarreal was their 250th goal in the UEFA Champions League era from group stage to the final. They have also now scored 450 in European Cup history, qualifying included jogging. Club side have scored 2 or more in 10 of their 11 UEFA Champions League games this season. Villarreal have won only 1 of their 10 away games against English clubs in the UEFA club competition, making it three draws, six losses. The yellow submarine failed to master a shot on target in their first leg game. Tonight, it's not going to be any different. Or would it be different? We'll wait and time will tell. Mr. Justin Akowa, could you give us your final submission and what you will make of tonight's tie?
5: Hello, Philip. Good evening yep. for having me on your show. Good evening, Mr. Justin. Well, I wanted to say about this tie, I believe that with the kind of game plan, Miami Emery went into the first leg with, you have to be a level of committed and very very, um, very, very, highly concentrated in terms of he wanting to play the kind of style he wanted to play. And as you know, with these kind of rigid systems, um, defensive systems, once you let one go in, which was quite unfortunate, because the goal, the goal was the goal looked to be the goal looked um, the save looked to be mistimed, as Rui pointed or punched it into his net. So, with with the way you concede a first goal when you are defending that deep, it actually just it actually just destabilizes your mentality as the team, and you go on to concede more. But Thankfully, um, Villarreal conceded just one more. And heading into the second leg, we all know that it's going to be like what happened to them in 2006 against Arsenal in the semi-final. And whether they, again, be too close just to the final and they can't make it all, they'll probably just do the impossible against Liverpool. And as Unai Emery has said, the game plan with which they played last weekend this week will be way different as they look to actually um, try, try and be able to um, score or claw back the two goals they conceded at Anfield. So hopefully, um, I believe that we would, I think Football neutrals would love to see a spirited fight from Villarreal and play and perform to their abilities and not going down easily for this strong Liverpool side. But then... Realistically, Liverpool have played better, or they've gotten their results on the road, probably um, um, relatively easier than they have at Anfield in the knockout stages this season, and maybe that's what will happen. But then everyone would love to see a spirited fight from Villarreal at the end.
0: What do you think will be the scoreline? Will Liverpool progress, or will we see a romantada? where Villarreal will come back into the tie and progress to their first Champions League final.
5: Philip with with score you know I am I am I am I am not that good at it, but should Villarreal win, they will probably win but not qualify. Um, a similar a similar res, um, situation that happened to Chelsea last in the last round, um, knockout round. That's that's probably their best bet. They'll probably win but not qualify. But if if they can be able to actually keep out one of the most potent attacks in world football right now, then that would be a very very great um, that would be a very very great achievement for them. But I just think Liverpool win. I don't know by how much, and I uh, will most will most likely see Liverpool in the final. It will take a miracle to see Unai Emery's men, which they are not. They are they are they are the people who can who can be able to pull that off as well. So that's what I think about the game.
0: Definitely, definitely. It's been a pleasure having you and your thoughts. I really enjoy it. And um, Preston, what do you make of tonight's tie? Your final reactions?
1: Yes, I think Villarreal went into the game. They have two tasks to to, um, handle. First of all, to get goals and also defend well at at the same time preventing Liverpool from getting more goals. And I think... In doing that, that's where they're going to suffer. In fact, the atmosphere is going to be difficult for Liverpool. They're going to suffer a lot, as Miami has said. But I think that these Liverpool players are are mentally tough. The club calls them mental monsters and they've they've crossed most hurdles that they face this season. I think that Villarreal will get a goal but I think at the end of the day, Liverpool will punish them in in their attempts to get the goals. They'll get spaces behind them and I think Liverpool will The, the directness in, in their play, they are so direct and they are so vertical. They create chances within seconds, and then they, f- they have finishes in their in their team. Diaz, Salah, and then Mane, a quick pass, and then they finish it for you. So I think that uh, a, a scoring a highly sco- scoring game we are going to see tonight. But Liverpool will come out victorious.
0: It's been a pleasure having you, Mr. Princeton, on the show, and I'm sure my audience and followers. I've enjoyed your succinct and detailed analysis. Don't forget to keep subscribing and sharing this podcast. It's your most informative and authoritative sports show on all platforms. It's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode. And I'm sure you have enjoyed it as much as I have. Until same time tomorrow when we'll come your way again with the next game, which will be about a few kilometers away from Villarreal which is Real Madrid-Manchester City. Keep well and may the best team win. We look forward to see the best team in Paris on the 28th of May this year. Until same time tomorrow, it's adios for now.